Hi everyone, it's Carrie Beach and welcome to the Traveling Pony Podcast. It's Friday and if you don't know what that means for the Traveling Pony, that means it's the day for me to just kind of sit down with my microphone and talk about a few things. If you are interested in listening to the more interview portion of the Traveling Pony, make certain to check out our other episodes. You'll find that the more interview section of the podcast is done on Tuesdays. I would love to be able to talk to more people and have Friday be an episode like that, but with my schedule, it's more doable to have one day with guests and doing some interview and discussion type things. And then today, aka Friday, is just more of a me day. Even though it's just me talking, I would love it if you guys would still stick around so you can hear kind of what I have to say. So there are a few things that I wanted to start off saying. Make certain to check out thetravelingpony.com. Thetravelingpony.com is where our blog is hosted, but more importantly, there's a lot of fun stuff that goes over there. I've been working hard to do a little bit of affiliate stuff so it helps out the podcast and blog. So if you guys go over there and you see this blog post and it's got a product that you really like, please... (laughs) Like I said, it benefits us. Just click on the link and see if you can purchase through the link because what happens is the money that we ultimately make on these type of links come back and is put back into the podcast or the blog so then I can just keep doing some more fun things. I have a lot of projects that I would absolutely love to do, but you know, at the end of the day, money kind of does make the world go round, so I need a little bit just to help out to get some of them started, but of course, I'm going to continue working hard on trying to do them even without it. You'll also see that it's new on the Traveling Pony blog, that there is actually a section that says freebie. One thing I'm starting to do is kind of create these free things for you guys to have. So the first one that I posted was a free to-do list that I had made for the barn so it's just a nice easy little checklist it's perfect for if you want to print something out to have maybe a working suit and do something or if you're at a show super easy and also still being a little bit cute if you go on the traveling pony you'll see it underneath the freebies tag all you have to do is just enter your email in and boom you get the pdf file and there's going to be a lot more coming on i'm not 100 certain if it'll be more of those type of lists but it might be fun little videos or books it's more of an exclusive content that you'll only receive when you sign up for the email list if you didn't know the traveling pony also has a youtube channel so make certain to check us out I would say the easiest way to find the YouTube channel is actually going on the Traveling Pony Facebook page just because if you type up the Traveling Pony on YouTube, you might find a lot of My Little Pony stuff. (laughs) I don't know why, but when I looked, that's what I found. So as I'm recording this podcast episode for you guys to listen to, it is November 10th and there's a lot of things happening in the upcoming weeks. Some bad some good but i guess that's life but we're actually getting hit with some of the remains of i think it's hurricane nicole so i'm literally sitting here working on this episode and the leaves are banging i mean it's just the trees are snapping wow (laughs) we haven't even been hit with it yet 
One of the things that I had thought about doing for these Friday episodes is kind of take you guys into a little bit of a different side of the traveling pony. I love the interviews. I think they're amazing, but this is a brand that I'm trying to create. I really hope it will branch off into even more things and more projects. So I kind of want to take days like this, these Friday episodes, to just show you guys some of those other products. So in a previous podcast episode titled The Future of the Traveling Pony, I talked a little bit about the different social medias and kind of my projects that I had going on. And one of the things that I had mentioned was I am currently in the process of writing a novel. Definitely not my first time writing a novel. I have completed many novels. Only two of them I have actually published and one of them was much better received than the other just because the other one I was like you know what I don't really want to put that much money into this one I dropped a couple thousand on the first one so I, I just wanted to get it done I wanted to have it out there I wanted to have the physical copy before creating the traveling pony I was working on this huge novel that was an epic high fantasy for adults and I mean the first draft I had on it was 120,000 words, I believe. It was a multiple point of view, so three person point or three person point of view that I should say. And I had spent a lot of time on it. <laughs> I think I've spent about two to three years writing it. And when I decided to make the traveling pony, I was like, okay, I'm gonna juggle writing this novel, the traveling pony, and then still doing everything with my barn. Well, evidently. Um, as the traveling pony grew, I started to realize that, well, a lot of time is spent editing, a lot of time is spent marketing, I can't necessarily spend, there's just not enough time in the day for me to sit down, and I've said this before, I'm not a person who wakes up and is just ready to go 24-7, and a lot of the things I do require a lot of creativity. And I think that's the hardest part of it. They aren't jobs where you would sit in front of a computer and just kind of mindlessly do tasks. You know, I have to create all this content, whether that's in the form of podcasts, videos, or writing. So I would say the creativity comes more in burst than it does necessarily for a long term. So what seemed to happen was I would have these like bursts and It was typically when I was trying to make stuff for the traveling pony or just kind of more that direction. And then by the time it was like, I need to sit down and try and write 5,000 words I was hoping to do a day on the novel, I would sit down and it's just like nothing. (laughs) I guess maybe my brain was, I mean, it was just like nothing was in my head. And I do this a lot. I'll just blankly stare at the computer and I think it's like maybe I'm rebooting or something. But yeah, it doesn't, (laughs) it's not very productive. And so like I talked about in that earlier episode, I decided that I do enjoy writing, but I wanted to change my focus on trying to write such a large novel because I just... I couldn't, I can't do it right now. I would love to go back and revisit it because some of those characters I've been writing for, oh my gosh, I think I started one of the characters when I was like in ninth grade and 
high school sitting in my Spanish and my history class writing novels my color-coded book and nobody knew or you know I tried to hide it from my teachers and everything because it was a little bit I guess you could say dark for my age and the people I was around but I loved it I loved the novel but I had to be realistic and just go okay that's not quite gonna work for me right now maybe in a couple of years when life calms down a little bit and I have more structure and just can have a little bit more time I'll revisit it but for now I put it on the side so I decided to turn my attention to something new which is creating a novel series for equestrians and I say this meaning I don't think most people like probably the series might be targeted a little bit more for teenagers than it is going to be for adults which is definitely challenging for me going from basically the vast majority of the novels I've written before have just been very dark gruesome stuff like I've written novels where essentially in the first two chapters whole families get killed off I've written other novels where this girl Noelle was a testing subject and she had like she was being pulled apart and all I mean that's my type of novel that I typically write or I like to write a lot of horror like there's one point I was wanting to write a horror story about a guy who whistles and then he kills his victims and dresses them up as adults and I I've had some crazy ideas that's what I typically write <laughs> not under my name Carrie Beach it's under a different name but that's kind of what I love I love reading that stuff it's I just love horror Stephen King man I've got some of his books and not necessarily his most well-known ones because I think the more maybe not so well-known ones are actually the better ones so going from dark gritty you know horror and fantasy to okay guys I'm gonna write an equestrian novel it's a little bit of a shock to the system there's certain phrasings or certain things I do to kind of show the feelings of the main character or their inner thoughts and like oh I can't say that <laughs> so like I said I am planning on doing an equestrian novel series I'm not 100% certain where or how long it's going to be, but I kind of wanted to tell you guys or kind of take you along to see the whole process, and I'll give kind of brief updates throughout this, so it might be another, you know, Friday episode. Later on in the month, I might do another one, just because while this podcast is dedicated towards equestrians, because that's what I am and that's what all my friends are, there might be somebody out there who also wants to write an equestrian novel because I really didn't know that was a thing beforehand. Now I do. And this can just kind of be a stepping stone for them too to be like, oh, well, look, this person is writing a novel too or this person's writing an equestrian series and I want to listen to what she has to say or what she's kind of doing. I am the worst person to give advice in terms of you know, writing everything down, outlining, that has never been my style. When I write a novel, and say like when I had my multiple point of view novel, what I would do is I would write down my character, I'd flesh them out a little bit, you know, descriptions, name, family, relatives, if they had some history that really stuck out of my brain, I'd go ahead and write down all the history on them, 
But my main thing that I do is I write down the beginning, the first time you meet them, the middle, kind of that climax part, and then what I want to happen at the end. So that's exactly what I did, and I actually have the piece of paper in front of me because I keep so many notebooks in front of me. There's notebooks that are like for specific things, and then I've got small notebooks, and I've got big notebooks. It's just a lot of notebooks. They, I go through a lot of notebooks, and I go through a lot of pens, and I have my very specific pens that I have to write with, or else I can't write. So on this piece of paper, basically I have written out equestrian novel, I was trying to decide between third-person point of view and first-person. I am much more of a third-person point of view type person. I have written a very few first-person point of view. There's nothing against it. I just don't particularly enjoy reading it either. I think that when it's first-person, some people love it because it's like, oh, you're in their shoes. That's the exact reason I don't love it. Is I don't like to feel like I have to think the like I just first person's not for me I much prefer third person I have written so many stories in third person so that's where I'm comfortable with but on my sheet of paper I did write down first person or third because I was kind of just trying to figure out like what would the teenage group want and ultimately I also had to go okay well maybe some people like first person but if I'm about to sit down and write a 60 to 80,000 word story, I also want to make certain that I am comfortable with the content and ideally the story that I wrote before that was first person point of view, which was a young adult type book, so kind of in a similar age range, I did really well for about 30,000 words and then just kind of blanked out. Because I couldn't figure out how to express feelings without it sounding redundant, and then like if I wanted to give a if I wanted to give a different point of view from somebody else, I just couldn't, and <laughs> it really just did not suit my style of writing at all. So I kind of decided that because of the fact that I have been in the equestrian world for so long. I wrote down some key points on this piece of paper that I also wanted to highlight for my own life and kind of incorporate in the story just off of certain events because I feel like a lot of things that I have experienced, probably most equestrians have also experienced, especially in my junior career. So given the fact that the main character was a 16-year-old, I kind of wrote down some things that I was like, okay, I want her to experience something along this line. I want her to experience something like this because at 16 years old, those were also things that I experienced in this industry and then other people I know about my age experience the exact same things. So one of the key things that I incorporated in the first couple of chapters that I've been writing has been that the main character, which I'll just very quickly tell you her name. Her name is Evelyn Moore. I chose Evelyn just because I really like like the name <laughs> I've actually I'm really bad about the sense that I write so many novels and like half of them have the same first name and then I just go well I mean I didn't publish that novel I just wrote it for fun so let me take that name Evelyn and I'm just gonna go with it so Evelyn has been used before in quite a few stories of mine just has never come to light so I really like the name Evelyn and then more I'm really sorry uh, I'm not that 
smart. So what I end up doing is I go on Google and I'm like, okay, we like, you know, what's the top however many last names? And that's kind of how I choose some of them. Same things with like first names. I'm like, oh, well, I want a word that means X, Y, Z. Like I, when I wrote a lot of fantasy and stuff, it was like, okay, well, I had some characters that were like really the epitome of like light. And so one of them was this like, king type character and so I named him Enzo and then there was another one where she was like fiery and all this stuff so she was named Histia because that's fire in another language so I try and do things like that for the fantasy stuff you don't get that for like real life because or these type of setting stories because not many people are going to call their children Ambrose or like not many people are going to call him Sheamus and so it was just kind of one of those things I had to also think like what's somewhat of a normal name while still kind of having some flow and feeling that I like. So I really wanted to make certain because of the fact that the main character is 16 that there was just some things that a normal 16 year old might also experience. So for the first couple chapters like I said I have not completed this but for the first couple of chapters, I wanted to take people along and be like, okay, well, she's like every other 16-year-old. Like, I think one of the hardest things being in the equestrian industry when you are a junior is the fact that you are trying to balance horses and school. So I wanted that to also be highlighted. And so what I did is I took a little bit about kind of my life was growing up, we had this rule that I had gone to a normal private school for a very long time and then when I hit to about I think it was 10th grade I finally convinced my parents if I could be allowed to do homeschooling because I'd always wanted to do homeschooling but I do realize that you need to have a certain level of maturity because it is a lot for the normal person to handle and ultimately I was able to homeschool but the big rule was that I had to make above B's and that I had to keep my grades above B's or A's. A's preferable because I mean who doesn't want an A? This was also a rule when I was in physical school as well. You know if I got a C or something something would be taken away or I might lose my horseback riding privileges. So I wanted to incorporate that just because I know that there's other people that I've heard that are like oh well you know if I get an F, I can't do X, Y, Z, or something gets taken away and I've got to study. So I wanted to bring that part of my life into it just because, like I said, so many other teenagers experience that too and showcase some of the harder sides of trying to balance it all. I wanted to take this character, Evelyn, and also put her in a position where she could be built up more than she could be built down in the regards that some of the other equestrian series I've seen like you know the main character comes in and they can do like oh all this amazing stuff and then it's like come with me on my journey and I'm already showing and blah 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 so what I wanted to do was a little bit different I wanted to take this main character put her out there not great <laughs> Not a great main character in terms of the whole riding stuff in my mind, but someone that does have a passion for horses. And what she does is that one of the ways she's able to go out to the barn, 
do all these things is her parents use the going out to horses for club activities for school you know volunteering and stuff that was something that I had to do when I was in junior high was the beta club I think I was in the beta club and we had to do so much you know volunteering stuff so I was like oh great you know the parents are gonna allow it because she's volunteers and she keeps her grades up so she doesn't really have that much riding experience not in my mind <laughs> but I wanted to start off with a character that was kind of mediocre maybe or just like not mediocre that's not the word I want to say but maybe just more like a typical kind of like oh I love horses type kid and my plan was in the first novel I wanted to just focus on I don't want to give away too much but I wanted it to be a progression from her going from being just like a horse savvy kid who wants to be like oh you know I love the horses I want to be it to something happens fairly early on in the novel that forces her to actually be taken away from the horses and everything and she has to find a certain thing to get her back in so the first novel kind of is going to fall a little bit into a working student type situation I'm literally hashing this out as I go like I'm four chapters in, so you guys are learning just as much as I am. Originally, I had hoped to have this released by Christmas. That may still be a possibility and may not be. <laughs> I haven't had as much time as I would like to admit to work on it. And I know that the next week and a half is going to be super busy, so the likelihood of me having a lot of time is probably slim so it may be a little bit more beginning of next year but I kind of wanted to bring you guys along and let you guys know my plan is I'm going to be making a Facebook group for the traveling pony I have a Facebook page but what I wanted to do was make a Facebook group for listeners and on that Facebook group post things that will give you guys, my listeners, an opportunity to also give me insight and maybe help me pick out some things for the novel. So if you're interested in figuring out how you can kind of do that, I'm not 100% certain right now because I haven't quite figured out how to set it up, but this episode is coming out <laughs> in the future. So by then, I'll have it probably set up, so just click in the description of this podcast episode and I'll have the link to take you there. So this will give you a great opportunity if you want to help me decide on things for the novels, you know, anything like that, as well as you can tell me what you're looking forward to seeing on the podcast, maybe some other freebies you want me to make, if there's certain topics you want me to talk about, it will be an excellent opportunity for you to give me feedback as my listener and tell me maybe what you want me to see do more of and maybe what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> so we'll just quickly wrap up this little podcast episode by saying if you guys like this, please leave a review and a rating and all that type of stuff. It does a lot for the podcast. I've been really working hard trying to publish these things in the last couple episodes have just been a little bit mm, in terms of how many people are listening 
So I wanted to let the people who do listen know that I'm really appreciative of it. It really, I enjoy doing this stuff and I would love to keep doing it. And But, you know, like most things, sometimes you're like, okay, well, if seven people listen to it and one of those listeners is me when I'm outside in the pasture, <laughs> what then? <laughs> but if you guys like this, podcast like I said make sure to leave a review and rating wherever you're listening and then as well make sure to check us out on all the different types of social media the traveling pony is on instagram facebook the tiktok is carrington ridge stables you can find us on youtube under the traveling pony name as well and I really think that's it for today oh like I said make sure to check out the travelingpony.com on there you'll find our blogs This is also going to show you blog posts with affiliate links and probably more sponsorships type stuff. So definitely make sure to check out there because if you buy something through an affiliate link, it helps us in the end. So we can put money back into some of these projects that I have planned. And you guys are going to be blown away if I can do all of this because trust me, I'm going to be blown away. I might be blown away in tears, but (laughs) I can't promise anything. So... I hope you guys have a lovely rest of the day. A little bit of tears now that it's going to be getting cold because like I said, when I'm recording this, it's November 10 and I checked and within two days, it's going to be back to freezing cold in Georgia and it looks like GHA finals may possibly have some freezing ice and I'm going to cry some serious tears. But I will ask you guys the closing question. The one that everyone should know because I feel like I've asked it so many times, but in reality, I haven't had as many podcast episodes as I think. But the question is, where will the traveling pony be next?